Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. The Other Side of Midnight presents The Midnight Files. Listening to you, all right, and uh, the issue of UAPs has exploded over the last six days, the last six months, and the last six years. And of all the scholars that I have spoken to on this subject, I don't think I've spoken to one that has done more scholarly research than Dr. Jensine Andresen. You know, there are some people you talk about the possibility of extraterrestrial life with, and once they start going, you roll your eyes and say, oh, okay. That is not the case with Dr. Uh, Jensine Andresen. She approaches the possibility of extraterrestrial life with the seriousness and the scholarship of a serious uh, scientist and academic, which is far too rare and far too rarely heard in the media these days. She's a member of the research team of the Galileo Project at a small little college uh, that I might I think has a pretty bright future called Harvard. She's also the author of the new ebook, Extraterrestrial Ethics. Dr. Andresen, it's great to have you back on the program. Frank, thank you so much. You're so kind. I really appreciate it. And, and as, as in the prior interviews, anything I say is not speaking for Galileo Project. It's just my own my own views on things. Got it. Uh, Matt, cancel that press release of uh, whatever the craziest <laughs> thing Dr. Andresen says, attributing it to the Galileo Project. Darn. All right. Um, the e- Extraterrestrial Ethics, fascinating book. I have been reading it a good portion of the day yesterday. You get into the ethics of extraterrestrials and the ethics for extraterrestrials. Explain to people what this book is about. What do extraterrestrials possibly have to do with ethics? Well, my argument, I'm going to try to take a very complex argument and state it as straightforwardly as I can. Basically, there are two primary ethical approaches. One is utilitarian which is that the ends justify the means. And what I say is utilitarian thinking is very much strategic and it's tactical. So human beings 
are very immersed in utilitarian ends justify the means thinking and action. And the argument that I am making is that if there is any advanced extraterrestrial intelligence in our midst now, which I believe there is, that it's simply getting here would require a knowledge of physics that creates a shift in the ethical frame from utilitarian thinking to what's called deontological thinking. And it's a big fancy word, but it basically just means the ends do not justify the means. So basically, if somebody is going to be advanced enough technologically and intellectually to find a way to get here from somewhere else, chances are they're also ethical enough not to obliterate us. Kind, benevolent, absolutely. And it's I'm, I'm arguing it not just from like an evolutionary biology perspective, although you can argue it from that direction. I'm arguing it from the physics perspective. And I haven't seen anybody else do that. And I think that's really important because we're moving in to a realm right now with so many people trying to control this narrative around UAP and some of them doing so for their own purposes and doing a lot of fear mongering. And I just, I just don't see that that's possible. If you understand the physics at the level that would be required to have the breakthrough propulsion to even get here, you're going to be kind. And so that requires us, so now you go to the other side of it, what do we as human beings need to do in order to communicate with this intelligence and have a good relationship with it? Well, we ourselves have to be less utilitarian. And more, de- again, I, I hate throwing this big word around, but more deontological. So less of the strategic, tactical, just, you know, awful stuff that we see, for example, in wartime, to all strategy and tactics. And more emphasis on values, kindness, doing the right thing regardless. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. A big part of the premise of your book, and people are just tuning in, we're talking with Dr. Jensine Andresen. Her new book is uh, Extraterrestrial Ethics. We'll tell you how you can uh, get it in a moment. A big part of your book uh, accepts the premise that there is an extraterrestrial intelligence operating UAP or what we used to call UFOs. There are a lot of skeptics still in our audience that are going to ask you that question. How do you know? How do you know that there's an extraterrestrial intelligence that's operating UAP here? Um, What is the truth? What's the proof? I think that there, firstly, you have a lot of ancient textual, um, Vedic texts, biblical texts, ancient texts from all cultures describe and in some cases describe relationships with this advanced intelligence. And then, I'm sorry, but there's just so much evidence now. Of course, not all UAP are of extraterrestrial origin. Some are very, very prosaic. And we've seen since the February shootdown of the four objects, we've seen this strange thing happen in 
some mainstream media outlets where they've tried to conflate all UFOs with things like Chinese surveillance balloons. But that's that's part of another agenda, which is to damp this thing down. But I mean, there's just millions of people worldwide who are credible people and have simply seen the craft. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So. One of those very credible people that uh, has been making the rounds this week has been David Grush. I realize this is kind of outside of the scope of what you focus on in your book, but uh, this is an intelligence officer, an Afghan veteran, decorated army veteran, who says he's aware that the U.S. government has actual craft of non-human origin. I was curious as to your take on uh, this coverage about David Grush's uh, whistleblowing. Okay, so again, I kind of have to parse things. So as much as I argue that the extraterrestrial intelligence is already here, I think this recent uh, revelation from Mr. Grush, it's it's complex, and we're going to have to let that play out to see where it goes. And part of that is because he doesn't have firsthand information himself. So obviously, he's a very credible individual. He's had high-ranking positions, both at the NGA and also at the NRO, two you know, really important agencies within the U.S. government. But by the same token, he's relaying what people have told him. And, and so it would probably be more helpful if the people who have actual knowledge themselves were to come forward. Hmm. And, you know, there's a person that's quoted both in the debrief article and then um, sometimes his quotes get, you know, picked up by other outlets. It's this person by the name of Jonathan Gray. And that's a pseudonym, evidently, for someone who's working at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base at NASIC, which is the National Air and Space Intelligence Center. And and so, you know, it's it's kind of murky because the uh, rep, Mike Turner, for that area, Republican rep Mike Turner from the Dayton area came out saying, you know, look, I basically represent right, Pat and NASIC. And, you know, I don't I'm not aware of this. So it, it and, and I believe he's on the Gang of Eight even so. So I think we need to let this thing play out because this is a huge concern of mine. And I'm actually working on a new book that's going to come out in a couple um, months, but um, that really gets into this. And that is how has this whole narrative been hijacked by certain people who are coordinated, who have a kind of an agenda 
And it's a real globalist agenda. Mm. And that kind of brings me, you see, I'm like a, I'm like, I'm a good American girl, right? <laughs> you know, I'm a sport of the United States of America and of NATO. And so I get my, my red flags go up when I see that. But in the quote, for example, that Jonathan Gray, the pseudonym puts, you know, you, you can see that globalist agenda kind of there. So let's just, let's, you know, there are a lot of moving parts to the story, but it's, it's a hard distinction to make because people think that as soon as you have a little, you know, some questions about this particular story, then you don't think extraterrestrials are here. And, and no, I, right. I do. Right. So. No, I understand. It, sometimes people think if you don't believe every story, you don't you won't believe any story when that's simply not the case. Uh, it, that makes perfect sense. Dr. Jensen Andresen, author of the book Extraterrestrial Ethics. You spend a bit of time getting into recent Russian discussion of UAPs. Uh, I've followed what's happening with this Russian conflict with Ukraine pretty closely. What are they saying with respect to UAPs in Russia, and what are they saying about UAPs in Russia? Well, that goes way back, you know, 70s, 80s, Reagan, Gorbachev. So there has been an awareness in Russia that I would say in some cases is more um, candid than the awareness or than the recognition or acknowledgement in the U.S. that there are extraterrestrials. So it's it's kind of seeped into their discourse in more of a, yeah, you know, they um, the Lake Baikal region of Russia, for example, is known for having a lot of sightings. And, and so, but that goes way back. And, you know, again, this kind of Reagan-Gorbachev thing, part of that, if you look back at those news articles from that time period, was like, well, you know, maybe we should come together with Russia because of the alien threat, which I don't think there is an alien threat. But, you know, I would love the world to become peaceful again, however we get there. The you spent some time analyzing the nuclear situation in the world now and in the last couple of decades to getting us to this point. What do nukes have to do with UAPs? Well, well, there's just ample documentation, including a lot of official U.S. government documentation of UAP um, being seen at nuclear sites. And this was reported on by mainstream outlets like New York Times in the 70s. And, you know, in, in quite some detail, I kind of, you know, give you those articles to see how much detail um, this is not a new phenomenon. And so, you know, there are there's one very famous case where a UAP was and uh, I, I think he's a retired Colonel Robert Salas speaks about this, evidently clicked off 10 ICBMs in a row. So that's and he's a very credible witness. He's spoken to ARO, um, which is the all domain resolution office that the Pentagon now has to look at UAP. So that correlation is probably the strongest correlation in terms of where, what sites one sees UAP at 
one of the strongest correlations. You have sort of a, a list of things that should be done next. And one of the things, and it's a great list, I love every bit of it, but one of the things that you say is that ne- there needs to be apologies for misinformation on this subject. Inform people, what specifically do you believe that we've been misled about and who's been doing the misleading? Both academics and people in the government. And I can point to two cases in particular. One is the Robertson panel back in the 50s and also the Condon committee. Um, Condon was a physicist um, in Colorado. And, And so it's been on, you know, Basically, government in cahoots with, as a colloquial way of saying it, with academia to damp this down. And part of the concern back in the 50s was that there were so many sightings, for example, in Washington, D.C. There were just a lot of sightings in, in, um, in D.C. during that time period, was that so many people were calling in to report these sightings that it was sort of shutting down our our, you know, our, our phone lines. And people were concerned that had there been, uh, CIA was concerned that had there been a real IC, uh, launch from Russia of a nuclear weapon at the United States, that, you know, we could be so jammed up and clogged in our information systems that we might not know what was going on. So that was part of the concern. And that was part of the reason. But of course, that doesn't, make any sense anymore you know we're far beyond that in terms of our telecommunications and again just back to your point i don't think the government needs to make a big deal of it i just think you know we're sorry right you know done next you know let's just keep moving Uh, dr andresen i think we're gonna have to end it there explain to people how they can pick up your book extraterrestrial ethics if they're interested in reading it yeah, sure. Right now, you can buy the best way to do it is buy it at the website of Ethics Press. They're in London, ethicspress.com, and use the promo code INTEGRITY33 with no spaces, and you'll get a third off. There you go, INTEGRITY33, ethicspress.com. Dr. Andresen, it's always thought-provoking talking with you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you can do so. 800-848-9222. straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.